0: Welcome to the Growing Green Landscapes Podcast with Jeremiah Jennings. While still in his early 20s, Jeremiah already runs a successful six-figure lawn maintenance company. Listen in as he and his guests share the things that have brought them success that can help you in your business. As a young entrepreneur in the green industry, Jeremiah emphasizes the tips and tricks involved in running a lawn maintenance business while discussing the principles applying to all small businesses. If you're wanting to grow, become profitable and professional, you're in the right place. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings.
1: What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode today here on the Growing Green Podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings. We are super excited to be coming to you with a fresh new episode today. And as always, but... I say as always, but really not as always. I mean, we always try to say thank you here at the beginning of the shows, but I really mean it. I don't want to ever get monotonous and just think, oh, he just says thank you just as a part of his routine to get in the show. I mean, uh, that is what we do, but it's because I I really mean it, and I really am very appreciative for every one of you listening into the show and supporting us here at the Growing Green Podcast. We are growing at a rapid rate here recently. Uh, Spring rush is here, man. I think everybody's checking it out, and... Uh, we're, we're getting promoted to to some bigger platforms and some more people are finding out about us. So if you're new to the show, thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is We kind of did a little debrief on the last show about who we, or two shows ago, about uh, who Growing Green is and how we got started. So if you want to go back and listen to that, uh, go ahead and do that and get caught up to where we are today. But today we're not going to be going solo. We have an awesome guest interview coming to you and it is none other than Calvin from No More Worries in Texas. How you doing today, man?
2: I'm good. How are you, Jim?
1: I am good. I am good. Now, is that the actual name of your company, or is that just your Instagram handle?
2: No, that's the actual name of my company, No More Worries.
1: That's awesome, buddy. I love that. That's good branding. It's uh, very unique, for sure. Where did you kind of come up with that name?
2: Well, I was just it, it's a long story behind it uh, in a ways, but uh, it's something I prayed about, and I just felt that, in due time, I, uh, once I fully de- fully transitioned over to my lawn care business full-time, I won't have any more worries. I just feel that uh, I prayed about this business and God gave me peace about it, and I named it No More Worries, and I thought it was kind of unique, and uh, I was kind of proud of the name, but as time came along, I started, started to see maybe I wasn't the first one with it and uh, stuff like that, so I, I kind of run across a few other companies named that, but in my area, I'm the only one, and it's DBA'd, and or I got a DBA on it, and it's kind of unique because people, a lot of people, just call because they like the name.
1: No, yeah, for sure. I think that's a really good, uh, it's a really good use of words there, and I think it's a really cool story behind it uh, as well. I, if I saw it on the map, I would probably call it because it's it interests me. That's a that's a good looking that's a good looking name there on the on the tag, on the Instagram, uh, on, the, on the Google My Business and everything that goes along with that. So, well, Calvin, man, tell me a little bit about uh, yourself and, and how No More Worries got started and kind of uh, just a little backstory, and and kind of just whatever you feel like sharing, man. Take it away.
2: Okay. Um, first off, I'm Calvin. I'm located in East Texas, uh, Palestine to be exact. Uh, it's between, I guess you could say, Houston and Dallas. Uh, if you see Tyler on the map, it's a little bit south of that. But uh, about, I guess it was 2017, uh, my daughter had just turned 16 and um, had just got her a vehicle or whatever. And me, I was a parent at an early age. And I never saved for college because didn't think of it until the last minute. So she had two years. So she was actually a junior then. And when I started my lawn care company, you know, she was a junior. So I started it basically to Uh, cash flow her way through college and stuff like that and try to, you know, help out with that. And, uh, you know, at first, you know, I just kind of started by like, you know, I'm I'm just going to mow some yards here or there. Didn't have any knowledge, didn't have anything, no equipment, no nothing. So I went down to the local dealer, looked at some zero turns. didn't know anything about the zero turns or anything like that. Really wasn't familiar with the lawn care community, Instagram. Facebook, YouTube, anything like that back in, I say 2018, this was 2017, sorry, but um, went ahead, went down to the local dealer, talked to them about some mores, uh, kind of gave them an idea of what I was going to do, and uh, I had a buddy at the time, and, you know, I've always had, like, a a side hustle, I guess you could say, and uh, before I did this, I was kind of in a pressure washing and stuff like that, but long story short, I told them I was going to get more, more because I've always talked about mowing yards, you know, and me not knowing any knowledge, I just always seen, you know, like yards and I'll be like, okay, that's, you know, twenty dollars there, thirty dollars there, or whatever the case may be. So I was like, man, there's some money in the lawn care. So I was like, I'm gonna start it finally. I've talked about it for like three years and like now I'm serious about it. Um so I went down to a local dealer, looked at a mower, didn't know how to drive a zero turn, didn't know anything about a zero turn. Uh it was a gravely dealer, so um, i told him i said man i'm gonna go home and think about it and uh pray about it and oh this was a friday i said well if i decide to get it i'll i'll be back tomorrow so uh got home prayed about it next morning got up and i didn't even have a trailer but i knew that this is what god wanted me to have with this more so um went ahead i went up there with my buddy he was supposed to get a mower too because like i say he was all about this idea until it got serious. And uh, got the mower, uh, signed the paperwork on it, had to use this trailer because I didn't even have a trailer. I didn't even have a yard to cut, didn't have anything. I just stepped out on faith. So I got the mower home and uh, of course it starts raining, you know, barely was able to get it off the trailer. Like I say, never drove with no one before if
1: anybody's ever bought a new if anybody's ever bought a new mower i swear you can't buy a new mower without it raining before you get home at least that's the (laughs) way it is for me
2: yeah so i get out and it starts light sprinkling so i'm like i've got this mower now uh and at the time i did finance it i had some cash to pay for it cash but i didn't have anything so i was like let me hold on to the cash is zero percent interest sounds you know real good or whatever so Mm -hmm. went with the mower that way and uh Got home, like I said, stopped raining hard. And I got out in the yard and I was like, rutting up the yard, just tearing it up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I mean, the sad thing is it's on low idle. I'm, I, so I get on YouTube and I'm watching one of Brian's videos on how to do a three point turn. And I kind of study that. And at this time, I have no yards, but I'm going to have payments coming in about 30 days. So it's time to, you know, get out there and put my name out there. So, of course, you know, I. Got a YouTube or not a YouTube, but a Facebook page, start advertising that way. Got a couple bites, but at the time, nobody really, you know, took me serious, you know, and I was like, well, forget this. I'm going to get a trailer. So I went to the local loads, got me a five by 10 trailer. Like didn't know what I didn't know. Got that more barely fit it, fit on the trailer or whatever. And uh, while I'm trying to get yards, I'm like, okay, where do I go to get information? And at this time, I'm finding Brian, I'm finding Keith Kalfis, Johnny Mo, and stuff like that. But they're kind of established at the time. They're not as big as they are now, but they're established. So I'm using some of their footprint to kind of get my name out there. And, of course, I get a couple. I didn't go straight to residential yards, which was odd to me looking back on it. I went straight to commercial accounts. Wow, so that is an Yeah, so therefore, you know, like some people, I mean, it – what you do is your business, but some people kind of had to fly. They fly under the radar, you know, when they first start. So with me getting commercial accounts, I have to hurry up and become legit. Yeah. From day one. Yes, sir. So that forced me to go get a DBA, forced me to go get an account, all this stuff because they're paying by checks and it's businesses. So I had about four commercial accounts and then the residentials of them people or the businesses. They had homes and stuff like that. So I was doing the homes too. So like the money start rolling in and I'm like, yeah, good. You know, this is finally paying off, you know. And like I said, at the time, I never looked at it as a business when I first started. I'm just looking at, man, I could save up a whole bunch of money and start this late savings for my daughter to get her, you know, through her first semester of college, at least. Well, before long, and I have a full time job that I still hold today because I do this on Some people say side hustle, but it's, it's my business. I treat it like a business. I try to be as professional as I can. I got uniforms. I got business cards. I mean, the only thing is, is I probably, I, I don't work in my business five days a week like it. Well, I do work in it five days a week, but I don't start at eight o'clock in the morning like everybody else. Um, right now, currently I have about 38 customers. I think is what I, added up, uh, yesterday. Um, and I've never looked back. I mean, it's just, you know, at first you're going at me, you're scared. You don't know how to bid. Um, I watched a lot of videos with Keith Kalf it's just hilarious because you just don't have the mindset to, to go tell people like prices like he does, but you listen to his story and you see why he's the way he is. Yeah. You know, and, and the whole 10% thing. And then like, I'm listening to Johnny Mo about, you know, the, winter fun and stuff like this which i really didn't need a winter fun because i wasn't you know i was going to use my full-time job to get me through the winters as far as paying on the mower and stuff like that so uh the odd thing is all this happened in the winter of 2017 so i didn't even start in spring or anything this is like the end of summer going into fall um turn around the 2018 season I mean, calls are just coming in left and right, left and right. People are just blowing up my phone and I'm going out doing bids um, underbid at some properties at the time, you know, and it just I mean, after work every day, I'm taking my trailer to work. As soon as I get off of work, about three thirty, four o'clock, I'm out mowing until I don't have any daylight left. And um, I did that 2018 and I ended up hiring somebody and I had paid them cash because I didn't know the knowledge of, you know, going through the process of really hiring them as an employee. And there was a coworker of mine. And, you know, he's like, man, what are you doing? You know, I see you come up here every day with a trailer. What are you doing? I'm like, man, I started me a little boy business. And, you know, a lot of people laughed at first, like, you're not going to make no money doing that. And at the time I'm like, I don't care what money I make. I got to get my daughter through college, but she wants to go to nursing school. That's my goal as a parent. I have to do that. So after that I hire him and like, business just takes off. And then, and I guess that's 2018, that full season we were, I went with him. He started in 19, And then, you know, the world happened in 2020. So I ended up losing him, thought I was going to lose customers, but that's kind of when a lot of people focused on their, uh, outside of their yards because they weren't going anywhere and business kind of picked At first. It was kind of scary because Texas wasn't like the rest of the world. It wasn't, um, shutting down or anything it was still you know texas was doing their own thing and uh which was good for us because we were able to get out there and make money but i know some of the ones up north was you know weren't able to do that so um get that going we come out oh well i'm actually working by myself and i'm like i I just can't do this so at this time my daughter's in college she's doing good everything I've, i've achieved that goal and she's still in college now she's got about 18 months to finish nursing school, 18 months to two years to finish nursing school. And that'll be done. Then I'll circle back to that later. And it kind of is why I'm still at my current job now. But she's, you know, she's in school and, or, you yeah, know, she's in school doing her thing. And I'm basically just out here still mourning. At this time, I'm like, I can really, I see the money in this now. I can, I see the business side of it and I'm starting to study more and I'm running into like, Paul Jameson at the time about, you know, know your numbers and this, that, and just, and I see the evolution of Brian because I'm like Instagram messaged Brian back and forth, like back in 2017 and stuff like that, probably a little bit before that. And I just seen how he's just grown and grown and grown, not trying to say I idolized him, but I kind of see the guys out here, you know, because local people in your community are, at least in mine, you don't see them making like a, a lifestyle or a business side of it, because you got a lot of uh guys that's out here randomly mowing. It's no, yeah, yeah, it's a couple big companies or whatever, but it's not like yeah. You got your, you guys. got your,
1: you got your big name, Bright Views, and then your other, your other regional big name companies. But yeah. like you're saying, there's a bunch of, bunch of mow and blow. Just throw a trailer on yeah. the back of a camera and go to town.
2: So, yes, sir. And- and like i never like around here you never see people make a career of it. but i've seen what brian them doing and i'm seeing uh the money that i'm bringing in and i see the taxes i'm having to follow it too and uh i'm like okay now you know after 2020 that with everything going on in the world i've seen a different side of my current employer employer that i've been with now i'm going on for 15 years and uh i'm like you know what i can start transitioning into trying to make this a full-time gig so in 2020 i'm this is when i really start going professional getting uniforms or what i consider uniforms and just you know trying to do my best to look at the long run of this looking at looking at the long goal of it and uh um, i guess now well and into 2021 well no i guess 20 2021 i got married so My wife now, you know, she's an entrepreneur, too, and she's had a side hustle cleaning houses, uh, I guess, probably a year. But I guess she started in 2021. So now she's making a transition of um, going full time cleaning. Oh, that's awesome, man. I I, I put my stuff on the back burner. That way she can do what she needs to do. And then later on, she gets settled. She gets her stuff rocking and rolling. Then I can do what I need to do. But another big part of why I'm still at my current employer is because of the insurance and it's not the insurance necessarily for me, but it's for my daughter because she's a type one diabetic and I've reached out to several independent companies and they just won't insure because she has a pre existing condition.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's and, tough. I, I know how that goes. My, uh, my sister-in-law is type one and that it's the same. Insurance is, insurance is key when you have stuff like that.
2: Yes. So until she can actually get out and get her own, I feel that I'm not going to be selfish and just take that away from her just because I have a goal right now. It's still going to come because I, I feel whenever God says it's my time, I'm going to be uprooted from where I'm at now and put into that position.
1: 100%, man. That's that, that's a really cool story. I mean, that you talk about unique and uh, very thoughtful and and kind of. It sounds I don't know if you say planned out, but just uh the says like the pieces have fallen where they where they should have fallen, and you've you've been really smart, and it's been a it's been a good process along the way. Um, man, a few questions. Let's, I just want to dive into that a little more, and, uh, and I think you. I think you're an awesome candidate here for. Uh, a lot of guys out there listening who are young in business and the guys because you've been in it what now you said 17 so four or five years now
2: yeah well yeah my fourth fourth year and like i say it's not full time but the hours i put in you would you would think it's full time because like yeah. i said i got about 35 yards i do and around here yeah some of them about five thousand square feet but i got over a handful of them that's over two acres too yeah so you got piece, some so. big
1: property too Yes, sir. I hear, I know how that goes, man. I, I totally get that. Are you doing this solo or are you do it? Are you back solo or now are you?
2: Yes, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm back solo. Um, I had a buddy that um, last year, I had a buddy that actually started up and, you know, I don't see competition in this because I, I think there's uh, enough grass and enough work for all of us. If we, you know, if you want to work, you can, you can go out here and find work. Absolutely. So he started, he started last year and a lot of people was curious of why I helped him. And uh, there was one guy that actually I was out mowing a property in, in Texas, you know, we got St. Augustine and uh, uh, Bermuda and stuff like that. So you really can't strike these these the property up here like you can up north. Or yeah. Like yeah. That. You can make it look road. OK or whatever. Yeah. Well, uh, anyways, I was out and I, you can. I, I call it striking down here because it's it's East Texas, so I'm a, I'm gonna take it from the north and put it down here. And I, I was doing this in a property, and this guy stopped. And he has a lawn care company, and he actually, um, uh, I think he went full time in 2017 as well. But he used to mow mow at the company that I work at for a guy. Well, anyways, he didn't know me, but he just stopped and he brought me a bottle of water, and he just. He said, hey, you know, he introduce yourself and say, hey, man, you're doing a wonderful job on this yard. Because half the guys down here, you wave at them, they won't even wave back at you. It's, I, I don't understand it. But this guy actually stopped, brought me some water, and he prayed over me while I'm actually on the moor. Mm. And uh, he said, man, if you ever need anything, just let me know and go from there. Well, anyways, I never seemed to do it again, except for I guess this was – I guess that was in 2020. Well, i seen him in 2021. He stopped and he had a bad wreck, which he was okay, but somebody hit him, flipped his trailer, messed up all his equipment and stuff like that. Well, the gravely that I had, he had one similar to it. So he was like, Hey man, if you ever need parts, I got a more similar to yours. We can see if the parts fit, you know, whatever. And I was like, that's crazy because I'm in a process of buying a more because in 2020, 20- this was 2021. I needed a PTO clutch and I couldn't find one because, you know, a shortage on everything.
1: Yeah. It was impossible so, to find stuff.
2: So I ended up getting the more and the more I got, I was barely able to get it because it was hard to get more too. Um, so ended up getting the more from him and, you know, using some of the parts on it or whatever, not that I need them, but just some of the ones I thought I needed along the time. And he ended up salvaging the rest of the more real, real nice dudes, you know, but like I said, as far as the people around here, and the guys that I've uh, helped along the way, because there's another guy I'm actually helping now that he just started up his business. And not that I know it all, but I try to lead them in you know, the way that I was led or lead them to the... If I can't help them, then I lead them to the YouTube channels or the podcasts that I watch or listen to and stuff like that. So um, that's kind of where I'm at now. I mean...
1: That's awesome. So you... you that uh, I like that you... Uh, I mean, everything about that story is just amazing, and it's very inspiring to me to see that you were so thoughtful and, and you're still so thoughtful for uh, you to do this to put your daughter through college because I know how big of a burden that can be on some kids, and I have kids my age who are trying to pay their way through college and finishing up and coming out of college with... 100 grand in debt and they're never going to make that money back to be able to pay it off and that can be such a burden on somebody's life so that is uh, that's awesome that you're doing that for your for your daughter and the and the fact that you just have the ability to do it Uh, the lord has blessed you and i think you know that for sure that you you have the ability to go out and and do that so let's go back to like let's talk some some of some of the business things back in the beginning and and even now but uh you, you said you went straight commercial man how did that how did that kind of come about and what was your, did you have reasoning for going commercial over residential or did it just happen? And, and if it, it just happened, how did, what was your
2: first client? Uh, one was a dentist office in town. Um, how it happened. I, they just heard about me, like the name, they just reached out to me. And at the time I had, uh, made up some uh, business cards or whatever. And I left them at a couple places, but, uh, the first place was a dentist office in town. And then after that, I was doing the local Terminex and, you know, it just went from there. And then after that, I, people were like, you know, I thought I was big time really because I was doing some of the commercial properties in, in town. But I was like, I want the residentials because I didn't know what I didn't know. Yeah. And then some of these commercial accounts, you know, you're billing them and you're you're like net 30 and it's taking you two, three months to get a check. So you know, some of them were like that because it's you invoice them, then they turn around and send it to corporate. And by the time the check gets to you or whatever, it's 60 days. Yeah, you know, you've already sent out two days. more invoices. Yeah. So, it, you know, it was a good, but it wasn't. I had, you know, I knew the money was eventually going to come in. You know, a couple places I had problems with, but some of them, you know, I would got the check right when I sent the invoice out. It was like two three days later. And then some of them would just bring the check to the house or whatever. And when I mowed their house or whatever, they just give me checks for both of them or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how it happened. But um, after that, I I went to one neighborhood and uh, the first house, not first, well, besides them, but the first residential I got that didn't own one of the commercial accounts that I worked on, I went there and it was pretty much a grown up yard. And it was probably the only house I had that, you know, wasn't, belonging to someone i knew you know it was just some random person called me had a grown-up yard so that's all i had to do so i transformed that yard uh their neighbor while i was out there working you know because when you're working people will come up and be like what you charge for this can you trim hedges can you put down mulch and i'm like yeah this is what i want yeah yeah so i had like three or four houses like just next door to each other just bam 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 you know i could just walk to each one of them i mean they were just right there they see me working and at the time i wasn't thinking about density i was just thinking man i need the money i want to work you know i want to get my name out there and the work i was doing you know i mean they it was a steal for i probably paid them to do the work that i did yeah. you know but i i got my name out there and it's crazy because that same neighborhood i have one of those houses still from when i first started but i got probably about five more in that neighborhood or six more in that neighborhood. And that's just kind of like learning from y'all guys about route density, And that's kind of where I'm at now. If anything's past nine miles from my house, how I got the number nine, don't ask me. But anything in a nine-mile radius from my, my house, I don't take. Yeah. And uh, that's that's helped out a lot, especially this year. Uh, especially if you're staying moment. solo. Yes, sir. Yeah, because um, – there's one woman i have and she's a widow and i've had her for a few years and she's like a friend of the family she's about 11 miles out or whatever and i do her but like i say other than that everything's within nine miles of my house and um that's just just time going now you know and you know like even now we've had our spring rush and i've had people call me and you know price increase letters and some people you know majority of the people i had because i I did one from paul and love Paul to death. But uh some of the house, you know, Paul's all his his words and the way that thing was worded it was just, you know, professional. You can tell that it was just, you know, and some of my customers were like, Well, how about, you know, you not you just do it normal and you know, Paul's all about we gonna, you know, beautify your yard and this and that and the other. And, and they're like, just just do it regular, you know, uh don't worry about the price you know, just trying to keep somebody for the low. And I'm like, No, regardless, I'm going up. Yeah. So I ended up getting brines to and Brian's pretty much basically, you know, this is why we're going up. Nothing against, like I say, Paul's. He's got a great letter, too. But Brian's is like, this is why we're going up, underlining calls, blah, 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 blah. And you give that to him. No, you know, this is it. There's no arguing. No, can I get, you know, the less treatment or anything like that? This is what you're getting. This is what you're paying for if you want it. So those helped out, you know, a lot and got a lot of my pricing in line this year and stuff like that. Like I say, I'm still learning young in business, but. Um, I just want to fix my business because I remember a podcast you were saying that you've kind of had to condense your stuff and let some stuff go because you got the business and you had to work at the time. But like you weren't efficient. And like whenever Mm -hmm. I transition to be full time, I want it just clockwork. I don't want to have to fix anything. I want to take the time that I have now to mold a business with the knowledge I know and just have a perfect business. Not perfect, but you know just a so you can get it, it yeah yes before i go full
1: time that's yeah that's really cool and that, i think that's the advantage that uh, i think that's the advantage that people that like, like that are in your situation that are working a full time job and start this on the side is if you're if you're self-educating and you're watching youtube and you're listening to podcasts and you're you're feeding your brain with all this business knowledge and just just real life knowledge about how to be profitable and efficient then I think by the time you are ready to go full-time, you're going to be light years ahead of where most people are when they start full-time. Um, you're not going to have to go – like you're going through the growing pains and that, like now and earlier on when you, you realize you weren't charged enough, but it, you weren't like totally relying on that for your comp- for your business to stay alive because you still sure. have your personal income. So I think that's, that is the advantage that, that guys like that have that get to start part-time and then transition to full-time. And it's awesome to hear that you – that you've implemented the price increase and the and the route density, man. That I'm interested to see uh, how many miles you keep off your truck this year and how much how much you save in fuel. And that's you're exactly right. We were we had the work. We had 80, 85 plus clients. I mean, we were busy busy, uh, but we were we weren't efficient. We weren't making money at the end of the day, and, and we were turning a little bit of profit, but not. Not anywhere near where we should have been with 85 plus clients. Uh, we yes, were spending sir. way too much windshield time and, and just, it just wasn't efficient, burning way too much fuel. So getting that figured out really, really helped us a lot. And I'm interested to see, uh, I'm anxious to see, and, and I can't wait to follow along with you how how you grow this year uh, by implementing those things in, into your company.
2: Yes, sir. Yeah, it's, it's just like y'all say, you know, let y'all f- floor be our ceiling. And, you know, if people take the knowledge that's, um, that's out there then then they can make that happen they can make profitable businesses they can you know enjoy what they do you know because the worst thing you can do is get to a yard and know you've underbid that yard and and you just don't want to do it the time you own that yard you know hey i'm not making no money on this yard but you get to a yard and you're 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 profitable on that yard you you don't mind pulling up to that yard and doing it but the, the yard you have that you're not making any money on it makes you hate them and it's not the fact that it's a bad yard it's just the fact that you know inside you have to be at this yard or you didn't bid enough or whatever the case might be.
1: And that can come back to hurt you in the long run there, and that's a really good point that you bring up is if you get to that point and you realize you're not making money, then then you're going to start lacking quality of service because yeah. I've been in that exact case in that scenario. Is I've been on yards where I'm like, I'm not making enough money. I cannot sit here and do this yard the way it needs to be done, and I'll take what needs to be a 35-minute yard and turn it into a 25-minute yard and – Turn too sharp on the zero turn and tear up the yard, or miss some miss some blowing, won't blow the air conditioner off. Like those little things, and that can that can really ruin your company and and run it into the ground very quickly because your name can get dragged through the mud real fast on social media with ten, with nowadays all the technology that we have. Uh, you do bad for two or three clients like that, and, and you do shoddy work, and you're just trying to get onto the next one because you're not making enough money. I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, you got to remember you have to do the quality work. And if you don't do the quality work from the beginning, then you're, I don't see your company going very far.
2: Yeah, that's true. And that's like, um, Johnny blades of grass. I think he's, a, no, you're, uh, he's in Atlanta, but anyways, he, he said something a while back and it stuck with me. And, um, what he said was basically that your customers only remember your last cut. You're only as good as your last, you know, service or whatever. So, you know, I'll give anybody that advice, you know, regardless if you're making money or not, at least, you know, uh, go to the customer and, and try to make up for it or whatever. Ask for more, whatever, but, uh, don't like your work because, you know, social media, any, anything travels fast nowadays, you know, and the last thing you want is a, a mark on your business
1: 100 100 and uh let me ask you this do you still plan on growing this like i mean i think you i think i know the answer to this but like once your daughter graduates college and stuff that was the original goal do you still plan on going full-time and and continuing this for the rest of the rest of your working career
2: yes sir um my thing is uh, i've been studying or i want i wouldn't say studying but i've been watching videos and i I would like to at least have a crew to where i can get out of mowing i I don't mind the mowing i can stay at the mowing uh, been trying to study a little bit on the weed control and fertilization. Trying to learn the aspect of that business and stuff like that, just for for later on. You know, having an end goal. You know, because the last thing you know, I'm 38, and the last thing I want to do is be on a moor for the next you know 15 years of my life. You know? Absolutely. And, and one of the biggest things I'm, or one of the things I'm big on, is time. You know, and you know the American dream. You know, they tell you, hey, you, you know, if you come work for this job for X amount of years, when you retire. You know, we have this great package for you and blah, blah, blah. Regardless of what that package is, your body and your health might not be in a position to uh, to even enjoy that. Mm-hmm. So so that's kind of like me. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at a mid game. You know, I think I'm not going to say I'm started and I'm good. I still have a lot of work to do as far as getting this business off the ground and steady and, you know, making that transition to full time. But I need to look at a mid game and then like a, a retirement game, too as far as you know what is my retirement going to be and how am i going to fund that part of my life too if i'm blessed enough to get to that point yeah so it's it's a it's a lot that i have you know or i have on my plate you know and especially like this year or the end of last year i was able to you know use some of my profits i did get a, a scag last year and i got it in i think the end of july and i know it's not a lot to a lot of people you know some people might get this in the day but I hit 110 hours on it and I'm still putting, you know, hours on my gravely too. But uh, I forgot where I was going anyways. But
1: No, no, you're good. <laughs> you're good. No, I, I I like it. And 110 hours, you're racking up fast. If you said you got that last year?
2: Yes, sir. I got it at the end of July. And like I said, I was pretty much forced to get it because, you know, it's just parts. And it's good to have a backup, I believe, too. So uh, not that I wanted to invest in it at You know, last year, whatever. But I think it's good going forward to have a backup and, you know, just going from there. But, oh, I know what I was going to say. I made some investments, you know, last year as far as, you know, helping me get the boat closer to the dock or whatever. You know, like I say, it's not necessarily uh, 100 percent about I need to make X. You know, I think everybody needs to find out what their goal is and then work backwards i think i've heard some podcasts talk about that too mm-hmm. but uh that's kind of what i've done you know is you know a lot of people you know like paul says get the boat close to the dock and, you know i'm getting not impatient you know because like i say it's god's timing but you know uh, my flesh is like come on come on god and you know I, I, let's, let's make this happen you know but yeah i did make some investment last year and you know I. as far as my business is pretty much debt free i do have a little bit of personal debt uh, left but i think that'll be pretty much taken care of you know this year if not mid next year at the rate i'm going if nothing changes or nothing happens
1: yeah man that's that's really cool that you're you're striving and getting that paid off and man that frees you up big time Uh, yeah because
2: you you can go into this and you know you don't need to make you know, $50,000 or $75,000 because when you don't have any bills, you know, you know, 50 or $75,000, a lot of money, but when you don't have no bills, you know, you can shoot, shoot for less. You know, you don't have to worry about all that stuff or anything like that. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Uh, how does, let me ask you this. How does your, how, how does your relationship with your wife work, uh, with y'all both being entrepreneurs uh, and in different, in different industries, different industries, different fields, uh, how does that kind of do y'all do? Do y'all get along? I mean, not, obviously you're married. You get. I mean, I hope, I hope you get along. Yeah. Hope you're happily married. But I know what uh, you're saying. <laughs> how how does that work? What kind of dynamic does that bring uh, upon your marriage? Is it hard to leave work at work? I mean, because I know y'all both. Uh, you no. or you said you have full time job, and she was getting into cleaning full time. So
2: how does that kind of yeah, dynamic this, work? This is actually her last week, and you know she's one of the main reasons that um, pushed me into going to Mo. Um, she's always believed in me when I didn't believe in myself or anything like that. Um, when I just thought it was some silly little dream, you know, to make a little bit of cash and she kind of helped me see the bigger picture. And, um, now, you know, I'm her motivation now, you know, even though I've been more and longer than, you know, she's been cleaning or anything like that. Um, it's just something she wants to do and something she enjoys doing. And she's like me, you know, we value our time. and she loves her current job now, but she just, you know, she wants to manage her time more and stuff like that. So, um, we, as far as getting along with our work and stuff like that, we, we're just encouraging each other, always encouraging each other, you know, praying, praying for each other, encouraging each other. And, uh, just want to see each, each other win, you know, yeah. like Brian said the other day on a podcast, you know, you, you can't share a win with everybody, but when she's winning at something she wants to do and I'm winning at something I want to do, we can share it with each other. That's right. And then later on in life, we can share it with everybody else because nobody sees that picture now. They just see two people that, you know, the world is so caught up on you have to go to college and you have to do X, Y, and Z to be successful in life. And I just think, you know, trades are, it needs to be at least a 50-50 split or something mm-hmm. like that.
1: Mhm. Yep. It's a it's a scary it's a scary dynamic that we're pushing down kids' throats nowadays. And yeah, yes, sir. I don't know. I don't know where that's going to take us. That let's just leave it at that. I I don't think it's going to end up very well for uh for the for the country for the world. Uh, it's just going to I think it'll be very detrimental down the long run. Uh, everybody just goes and gets four and eight year degrees and spends two hundred thousand to five hundred thousand dollars to do it. Yeah. But anyway, moving on.
2: And before you move on, like I said, I don't want to be a hypocrite. I see both sides of it. Like I say, my daughter is going to college. That's what she wants to do. But for me, I just don't think it's the only option for kids these days. That's, the if thing. that's what they want to do. That's fine. But I don't think you need to force a kid to believe this is the only way you're going to be successful in life. And I understand what you're saying. And I just don't want anybody listening to this to be like, well, he's saying this about college. But his story talking about putting his daughter through college. Like I say, I understand both sides. But, like I said, it's the difference between somebody wanting to do that and forcing somebody to do that.
1: No, you're 100% right. And that's the thing that we got to fix is the it's the fact that it doesn't matter if you want to do it or not do it. That's up to you. But, like, the kids need to be educated on, okay, look at these trades that you can go do right now, and you could end up making just as much, if not more money, than a four year education. And that's yep. that's the thing that I think needs to get through our heads a little more, and, and needs to be in the education system, to to inform the kids, just make sure they're properly informed before you say, yeah, just go to a university and get a four year degree. Yep. So I agree. I uh, I think we're all on the same page there. Well, man, tell me this: what could you? Uh, what what is one thing if you go back to 2017 or or, or at any point in your business to this point? Uh, what's one thing you would go back and change in, in your young in business days and, and stage and kind of just newbie figuring it out, new kid on the block? What what are some things in, in your company that you would have changed and said, hey, I wish I would have done this differently from day one. I think it would be uh, would made you more profitable or kind of propelled you further along the journey.
2: Okay, as far as uh, when I first started, I think it's, instead of jumping out there blind, which, like I say, it was faith, I, one hundred percent change it, but I, I think educate myself for somebody on, else.
1: That's what that's yeah, really. Yeah. Well, yeah,
2: yeah. It's, it's I would say go out there and get as much information as you can and uh, and just study the craft. You know, if you're going if you're going to school, you're you're paying to go to school. OK, when you're out here and if you're not listening to a podcast or learning on your own, watching the YouTube videos, The mistakes I made, it was like college. I paid to learn those mistakes. I physically didn't get out and give customers money, but they didn't give me what I deserved because I didn't have the knowledge. So I think people need to soak up as much knowledge as they can if they're 100% about doing any type of trade. Learn the trade. Learn how to be profitable. See if you can get you a good mentor that, that wants to see you win and get them under your, you know, get under their wing and learn everything you can about that. You know, and 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 have God as your foundation because your business or whatever you're doing, I feel that my thoughts, I perceive you're not going to be successful if that's not your foundation. It's going to ruin your marriage. You're going to argue. You're not going to want to do it, and you're going to find yourself back at a nine to five doing something you don't want to do. So, like I said, I I just would advise people to to study their craft, and that's something I didn't do is study my craft, which, like I said, I learned. I paid for it. I feel I know a lot more now than I did then, or actually I know I do, but I don't claim to know it all. I'm still learning every day. As soon as I get off this podcast, I'm going to go watch a couple of videos. I know Brian's doing shop tours now, which basically doesn't have anything to do with my business, but right at this point in time, but one day it might. So, a hundred
1: percent, yeah, I mean you could you could learn what you need to do if you get to the point where you are building a shop, so yes, sir. uh, and, and and even if you're not doing that if you if even if you think you'll never build a shop, just go watch those videos and listen to the guys talk who have those shops and have those setups, just listen to the language they use and the words they speak and the topics they talk about. That's where you can be that's where you can gain a lot of knowledge and, and it'd be very beneficial video. It's just stuff like that. Even if the topic doesn't directly relate to you, just go listen to them and, and people who are higher up in uh, their companies have larger scale companies just go listen to those to those conversations and i think you can get a lot out of that man well we're going about 40 minutes here this has been a this time has flown by man you you said i don't know if i'm going to talk a lot i don't know man you took it away you you crushed this thing and i think i think everybody else out here listening is, has enjoyed it just as much as i have i hope so uh well man i got one final question for you and it is uh what is your why and I think we know the answer, but I still got to ask it. I want to hear your. I want to hear your clear answer.
2: Yes, sir. It, it goes back to um, time. Um, everybody, I feel you know they better realize their days are numbered. You know, and some of us think you know you you got to live to be seventy to be con- considered old. You can be one month old. You can be ninety nine years old. Whatever it's going to be, but all of us have. A time. All of us, you know, have a limited date. You know, there's an expiration on us. So I, I would consider you to uh, spend this time with the ones you love, and that's that, and that's what I'm doing. I, I want to be an entrepreneur. What makes me want to be an entrepreneur is that way I can dictate what my time is. I can use my time how I see fit for me and my family, and um, I don't have to worry about somebody being like. You can't have this day off because X, Y, and Z is off or anything like that. My why comes down to my time at the end of the day.
1: I hear you, and that's a, that's the mindset to have, man. That's the mindset to have to have to be financially free and and have a good. Uh, just just spend your time wisely and be able to do the things you enjoy and and help other people. And I think you're that type of person that is gonna is gonna help others with the the things that you get, the rewards you receive. And um, it's you never know when your time's coming, man. That's what we talk about a lot. And if you hadn't listened to the last podcast, go check that one out about uh, just the, the Easter and the crucifixion and and our eternity, man. You don't know, you don't know what is what your day is going to hold tonight. You don't know what's going to hold five seconds from now, a year from now. Um, so definitely you want to have your eternity secure uh, in Jesus Christ. And I know we've discussed that, man. I know you're a man of faith as well. So I, uh, just,
2: just live life and don't wait to live life when you're 70 years old and, um, someone's telling you, hey, here's your 401k. Just live life and enjoy life now is all I can tell people. Start if you, if you're not enjoying life. There's no reason for you not to be enjoying life. Go get out and enjoy life.
1: That's right, brother. That's that's good stuff. Well, where can everybody find you on social media if they want to go check you out or connect with you?
2: Uh, the only thing I have right now, I mean, I have a Facebook, but I have an Instagram, and it's no underscore Mo underscore worries. Um, and basically, you can see what I'm doing on there. I don't post all the time on social media. Uh, I need to get better at it. I'm working on it, but... Uh, is this something that that i need to work on right now
1: yeah man well no you you seem to be posting pretty good i i've been following you along there in a while and we were just DMing back and forth and i'm glad i glad i got you on for the show today and hopefully somebody else out there will go uh, reach out to you and maybe ask you some questions and uh maybe you can give them some advice on that startup maybe going part-time and uh, stuff like that so i really appreciate your time today man i hope you have a great evening ahead
2: uh, you too, and I appreciate you uh, allowing me to be on your platform that you built.
1: Absolutely. I am I am honored to have you all on. And any guest that comes on here is just a, a true honor for me to be able to bring on and, and kind of share your story and get your product or your business out there and just try to help other people. That's what we're in it for, and those are the kind of guests we want on. It is, yeah, we want to promote products and things that are going to uh, help other people, but that's the thing. The, it might be a good product, but I, I want somebody who's going to really – help other people and give back what they've earned and uh, the little bit that we've learned and earned over the past couple years I just want to give it back uh, because I know I learned so much from the guys older than me and in business longer than me and have bigger voices than me so it's been an honor to have you on today man hope you have a great evening everyone who's listening thank you all for tuning in if you enjoyed the show leave us a big five-star rating interview those will really help us and boost us in the rankings to reach a, a greater audience i hope you all having a great week i hope you have a great rest of your day whenever it is you're listening and uh, we look forward to catching up with y'all here on
0: the next episode thanks for tuning in to the growing green landscapes podcast we know you have many other podcast options to choose from and don't take it for granted that you chose to spend some time with us today You can connect with Jeremiah Jennings at Growing Green Landscapes on Instagram or use the link in the show description. Don't forget to smash the follow button on the podcast and leave those five-star ratings and reviews. We hope you crush it in your business and hope to catch you on our next episode.